Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back in CBS Sports Radio. It's Zach Gelb here with you on this Saturday morning until 6 a.m. Let's head out to L.A. and continue the conversation on the All-Star festivities. And we do that with Brandon Robinson, the managing editor and columnist for Respect Magazine. He's covered the NBA since he was 12 years old. Check him on out at ScoopBRadio.com and follow him on Twitter at ScoopB. Brandon Robinson, it's Zach Gelb right here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, my friend? Man, adjusting to this three-hour time difference from back home in New York. How are you? Well, doing great. I was at Minneapolis uh, last uh, two weeks ago for the Super Bowl, and it was throwing me off, and it was only a one-hour time difference. So I'm sure it's uh, tough to get used to that three-hour time difference. Well, when I go to sleep, hopefully uh, when I leave Kenny Smith's party and I've had a good time, my clock will catch up at some point. <laughs> you got it. You got it. All right, let's get to business. <laughs> uh, we've all seen the interview that LeBron James and Kevin Durant did, and it got a lot of uh, negative reaction from Laura Ingram, where she said, just shut up and dribble and basically sick t- uh, to sports and don't get into the politics realm. I thought she was obnoxious and very disrespectful. How about yourself? I agree, too, as an African-American male um, and the child of two educators. Um, I pay attention to a lot of layered language, um, and I think that for you to just think that an athlete is just supposed to dribble a ball and not speak or rather uh, rather be seen and not heard, um, I thought it was a bit disrespectful, and it did carry a bit of racial undertone. But aside from that, it proves the point that um, people who have less education or people who um, – who are, are are qualified to do what they need to do. Um, I think everybody, whether you have a college degree or whether, you know, you, you dribble a basketball, we're all Americans and we all have an opinion of what's going on in the racial climate. And, um, you know, I, just because you don't agree with someone doesn't mean that they're wrong and that they're stupid. And I thought that was wrong on her part. She chimes in on sports issues in the past. I've followed her on Twitter and I don't tell her to just shut up and stick to politics. Clearly she took the, antithesis of that approach when she was talking about LeBron James and Kevin Durant. 
I was very close in Philadelphia this year to Malcolm Jenkins and Chris Long and how they handled that situation. I thought they did an admirable job. Why do you still believe in the year of 2018 people get so sensitive when athletes speak up and give their honest opinion? Because it goes back to people believing that they should just dribble a ball but I, and because they make a lot of money. Um, but one thing that I think is very clear, um, when you paid attention to the civil rights movement, when you looked at guys like Jim Brown, who were both educated and outspoken, you had guys like Bill Russell who were educated and outspoken, but then you had guys like Muhammad Ali who draft dodged. A lot of people have the belief that when guys like Michael Jordan came in and were safe, you know, you wanted to be like Mike, you wore his sneakers, and Michael Jordan made that, that infamous statement where he said, Republicans wear Air Jordans too. I think that people forget that. People forget the civil rights movement. And then here you have a guy like LeBron James, a renaissance man, if you will, a guy who is an entrepreneur, a guy who took free agency into his own hands um, and became a, a guy who really, really, really took his career and his friends in his own destiny. Let, let's not forget, he fired his agent and put – his friends, Maverick Carter and Rich Paul, into a position to be empowered rather than the old guard of guys like who, who paid guys like MC Hammer who went broke helping his friends or guys like Allen Iverson who had the hangers on that didn't necessarily mean him any good. I think LeBron is a guy that is a lightning rod for he's always in the forefront or has his hands in things, and I think that people are threatened by that. I don't think it's just race. I think it's the changing of the guard. Um, and he's a one-stop shop for everything that is sports, entertainment, lifestyle, politics in the digital age. So anything that he says, it, it's a resounding voice, not just in basketball, but in football, in baseball, and it reverberates on the Twitter, you know, where President Donald Trump is adamant about guys being respectful for the flag and everything else. So I think it's a talking point but people forget it two days later. Getting back to her rant and the two things, and I, I understood where she was going right out of the gate when she started mocking LeBron James for using the word like, and I've said like all the time, then that doesn't mean I'm not uh, someone that's uneducated, but hey, that was her agenda. The voted for you part where she was saying no one voted for LeBron and then the uneducated part. I guess I missed it when you have to uh, find a way to graduate high school and go to college for a year to have an opinion in this world. How about those two elements of her rant? Well, first and foremost, I blame Saved by the Bell, because uh, we both took Saved by the Bell and uh, shows like Beverly Hills 90210, and those shows made us say like all the time. I remember my mom, I told you my parents are educators, used to always get on me about using the word like. It's an infectious word. I don't think you should dec- you should criminalize somebody for using that word. Right. But I also, <laughs> what you say? I said right. You're exactly right. It's infectious, but um, as far as the uh, the education part, there's a lot of dumb, educated people. Uh, I'm sure you <laughs> went to school with them. Um, and common sense. I have an uncle who was a, a, a who's a retired bus driver, and he, you know, finished high school, didn't go to college, and he'll tell me all the time he has a PhD in common sense, or P, he, he's got a PhD in giving people a psychological blank whooping. You fill in the blank there. Um, I think that at the end of the day, St. Vincent St. Mary's High School in Akron, Ohio, is not a, a chump school to get into. Um, I went to a prep school, and, you know, the fact that LeBron was able to politic with people that look like him, but also people whose parents were lawyers, doctors, uh, insurance agents, shows 
in his in his lifestyle now that he's able to get along with everybody. He's the modern day, and I say this all the time. He's the modern day Will Smith who went to Bel Air Prep. Um, when I went to college, I, I took a a class um, called Images and Race, Media, and Gender. One of the things that I did was um, I used the show The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I used different images. I used you know Uncle Phil, who was you know rich and knew what it was like to come from the inner city. You had Carlton, who was perceived as you know white. You had Will, who was able to to basically dovetail between both worlds. LeBron has seamlessly done that. And the fact that people are listening to him, I'd be willing to bet that if he ran for office uh, in state 2020, a lot of people would vote for him. So, But that's also because the presidential race has become a popularity contest. Um, so I, I don't think that him making a statement is indicative upon his education. It's a matter of perspective, particularly if the young lady who was speaking is Fox News. And we all know that every network has its land, whether it be CNN, albeit be Fox News, or I just think everybody should watch C-SPAN. You can hear everything everybody said. But I just think that it was racially undertoned, racially charged. But more than anything, lack of knowledge made her look dumb at the end of the day. Talking to Brandon Robinson right now on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's get to LeBron's team in the landscape of the Easter Conference as the first half of the basketball season as we're at that point in advancing to half number two. Uh, you look at uh, teams in the Eastern Conference, the Raptors and the Celtics. Nice stories in the first half. Could be legitimate contenders to take down LeBron when we get into the postseason. Do you still expect the Cavs with the changes that they made to be representing the East in the NBA Finals? Well, I tell you one thing: uh, those guys that came in Jordan Clarkson, uh, as, as well as uh, those other pieces that came, they definitely uh, had a great marriage, and their honeymoon uh, going into the All Star break is sweet. Um, there are things that I legitimately do like about that team. Obviously, they matched up well against the Boston Celtics last Sunday uh, in, in the national matchup. But um, I, I think a lot of people are uh, not really talking about the Toronto Raptors, uh, a team that has always, 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 always been able to hold their own, but just couldn't get past a LeBron James-led team. Um, the Celtics, they're still trying to gel as well. I think what I like about the Cavaliers and making them move, you, you, you basically got – uh, folks out of there that were dead weight. You, you got Derrick Rose out. You got Dwayne Wayne out. You got Iman Shumpert out. And you added not only youth, you added size, and you legitimately created a great matchup in a, particular, in, in a possible NBA Finals matchup between either the Cavaliers uh, on the Eastern Conference side and the Houston Rockets or the Golden State Warriors. Legitimately, you went younger, skilled, defense is still questionable, but you got some high flyers that definitely spell uh, LeBron, and he doesn't have to be the primary scorer all day, every day. If you had to make the argument for the Raptors, a team that even though they're the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference, people are overlooking them just because how consistent LeBron teams have been, uh, whether it's Miami or the Cavaliers over the last few years, what would the argument be why the Raptors can't make the finals this year? Well, I think those guys have been there. Uh, for some time, you know, you, you've got a, a core in DeMar DeRozan, uh, a core in Kyle Lowry. Um, and I think more than anything, um, I get nervous about first seeds, number one seeds. The Celtics were number one seed last year, and they succumbed to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But I, I think familiarity, um, in this case for the Raptors, doesn't breed contempt because I think that those guys have quietly been consistent while everybody has fawned over Boston and everybody has fawned over uh, Cleveland. And I think, you know, 
when you look at the Western Conference, you could say the same thing about the Spurs, despite the fact you know, that Kawhi Leonard has been out for a substantial amount of time. Even in his absence, they still had an all-star season out of LaMarcus Aldridge and you know, Popovich still willing them to win. But I think to, to go back to your question, I think that the Raptors, the fact that they're quietly doing it and, no, and everybody's paying attention to LeBron and paying attention to Kyrie Irving, if I was the Toronto Raptors, um, I, I, I'd feel some type of way. And I think that if they were to go to the finals, they have a lot of ammunition to go in there and do what they need to do. Talking to Brandon Robinson right now, Zach Gelb here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll shift out to the West, and you, I'll ask you a similar question. You look at the Rockets, that's the main competition for the Golden State Warriors. How much of a percentage of chance would you give the Rockets to take down Golden State? Because I still think we're on a collision course to see the Cavs and the Warriors once again in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I, I think um, I think that the, the Warriors win so much, you want to see the Rockets you know, when, you know, me and you both having ties to the Philadelphia area, you know, it was nice to see in football that the Eagles beat the, the Patriots and, you know, somebody else got it for a chance, you know, but I, I think what makes the Warriors special, I was talking to my buddy, Roz golden Wude uh, over at Turner uh, at the beginning of the basketball season. She said that one thing that Andre Iguodala told her was that last year, the Warriors were playing off of figuring it out and off of everybody doubting that this super team, you know, you have Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, uh, Draymond Green, this super team, and Clay Thompson could just go out and do it, and they proved it. But now they're used to each other. So now you see Steve Kerr coaching, letting these guys coach themselves in, in a game uh, earlier this week, and you're seeing – you're legitimately seeing Kevin Durant being the leader that everybody thought he would be when he signed with that team in Steph Curry's absence when he had some of those injury problems earlier in the season. I, I think legitimately they are a well-oiled machine that just needs to go into the dealership and get a tune-up every now and then. That's scary. You know, you, you don't know what that Rockets team can do. Sure, they have James Harden, a, a league leader in scoring. Sure, you have Chris Paul. But they're not proven the way the Warriors are. Those guys have been going to the finals and finding ways to do it even when everybody thought they couldn't do it, you know, everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion, you know, that they were done, you know, and, and it's still Cavs warriors year in, year out. That's scary. So the, the Rockets have to win in order for me to, 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 to believe. And that means beating the warriors or getting to the conference finals and playing them. But I like the additions. I like the signage of Joe Johnson. He still has a lot of gas left in the tank, but I legitimately think the warriors, you know, the only team that can beat the Warriors are the Warriors. Other than the teams that we've talked about, give me a surprise or two from the first half of this NBA season in your mind. The Oklahoma City Thunder, I think, are the dark horse in the NBA's Western Conference. You look at a team that uh, they got mellow in the offseason, and, you know, there were questions on the Knicks side about, you know, his, his, um, his role and what, what he had left in the tank. You look at a Paul George, everybody, you know, believes all season that he'll go to the Lakers and, you know, what will he do this season? I was very surprised um, what Paul George did against the Cleveland Cavaliers about a month ago um, when, the, when the Oklahoma City Thunder blew them out. But I think that team is the dark horse in the West, um, but they still lack a bench. But I'm surprised and I'm happy and elated that those guys have tuned everybody out. Um, and, and it was just white noise, and they went in, and, and, and they've been successful um, in the first half of the season. I see that continuing. Um, and, and also, 
the Boston Celtics. Brad Stevens said the other day that this team is not indicative of their record. A team that lost Gordon Hayward in opening night and went on a, a rampage to prove themselves. Jason Tatum finding his niche in his rookie season. Um, and, and then also Jalen Brown being consistent, kind of carrying over from what he did uh, last season in the playoffs for the Boston Celtics. They can only get better. And, and I think those are the two teams that are pretty much impressing me. And, and, and I think that will continue in the second half of the season. Brandon, before we let you run, we know it's been a big storyline this year, especially with the ups and downs that the Cleveland Cavaliers have had. And it's going to be an even bigger uh, storyline here in the second half leading into the offseason. Your gut feeling, where is LeBron James playing next year? I was having this conversation in the kitchen table last night. Um, there are a few scenarios that I see. I think, number one, Houston Rockets are an easy fix, um, especially in the offseason where LeBron has expressed that he still wanted to play with Carmelo and Chris Paul. You literally slide into a position where saying both he and Melo go to Houston, those guys are in the starting lineup with Harden, Paul, and those two guys slide in, and Ryan Anderson is your shooter. And you know LeBron likes shooters. He'd be his modern days the Junior Silgowskis, if you will. I think Miami is not a foregone conclusion. I think you have cap space. I think you have a reunion with Pat Riley to make things right the same way Wade did it. But I also think San Antonio is not a is, is, is a team that could, could make that move as well. You see an unhappy Kawhi Leonard. Could Kawhi go to a, another team, one of the best two-way players in the NBA? You, you get LeBron to come in, in his place. They're an instant contender. And I also don't sleep on Philadelphia. I think there's a lot of scenarios, and it also depends on whether Cleveland wins a championship um, and what other free agents want to go and pair with LeBron because you know he's not going by himself. So I don't have one clear answer, but I think Philadelphia, Houston, Miami, and San Antonio are the best bets for LeBron James. Brandon Robinson, the host of the Scoop B radio podcast, over 2 million downloads. Uh, go download that thing tonight. Uh, we appreciate it. Follow him on Twitter, at Scoop B, and we'll talk to you down the road. Enjoy L.A., my friend. My brother. Thank you. Appreciate Brandon Robinson joining us right there on CBS Sports Radio. Coming up in the 4 a.m. hour, we ended the conversation talking about trying to be clairvoyant about where LeBron James will end up next year. And we're going to give you my answer or where I would like to see him end up next year. And it could be a little bit of a curveball than what most people are thinking. I believe LeBron James is leaving Cleveland. Many people believe he'll end up with the, with the Lakers. That's where he'll end up. But I want to throw a curveball to the listening audience of a place that is up and coming, has great basketball tradition, and could be a good spot for one King James, LeBron James, and keep him in the Eastern Conference. It's CBS Sports Radio. Two hours Scoop in the morning. Coming on back. Two more hours to play. 855-212. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.